swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down to Ricky's place Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. I'm Jerry McCarty here with the lovely Kelly Maroney. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Jerry. Hello, everybody. Thank you for being here. And today we have a great guest, one of the greatest guitar players in the world, Bruce Kulik. Thank you for being here, Bruce. Oh, my God. My head won't fit in this room now, you know. But that's. But thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate that. Twelve years with KISS. And Correct. now 14 years with the Grand Funk Railroad. Mm-hmm. From Michigan, where I'm from, too. Yeah. But, the, uh, but I want to start at the very beginning. Right. Because I know you have an older brother. Yes. I have six older brothers. Mm-hmm. And the, despite One's all, enough, really. <laughs> despite all the stuff I took, the good thing was right. all the music they brought in. Right. All the albums that I got to inherit or listen to after they got to have fun with them. But what, what were some of the ones that you guys, you and Bobby, had well, with Bob being almost four years older than me, he'll hate that, of course, but it's true. <laughs> um, you know, th- there was a much easier access to what was really to become the British invasion, you know, which yeah. is, it's you know, all of a sudden there was this, you know, influx of very creative bands and the Beatles, uh, you know, kind of spearheading that whole movement to the Who. To H- Hendrix had a, even though he was from Seattle, he had to go to London to make it, you know. Um, of course, Led Zeppelin, it's all exciting now that with them reissuing all these uh, vinyl and box sets and uh, mixes that you never heard before, you know. Um, and, and, and on and on, I had a natural knack for guitar, so did my brother. And um, him being a little older made it a little easier for the access. The Internet didn't exist, you know. Right. So there was none, none of that instant, how did you hear about things, you know. So um, I, I tell you, you know, I took lessons from the guitar store down the block. Wow. There was a guy giving, you know, wow. lessons, and it, and I, it it came natural for me. You know, That's I was great. fortunate, and of course there were times I could rely on, you know, if Bob learned a new chord in his outings, you know, because he was <laughs> he got out there before me, you know, he'd share it with me. So and then it went on and on, and as you know, it's never stopped, and that's the the miracle of this industry, and music business. And I always talk about the fact that uh, this whole influx of the 60s. Now CNN's running all these specials about right. the, those years, but culturally and musically, what they, uh, what we all went through, if you were, you know, born in that era, uh, is still very valid and turning new generations on. You right. know, and as much as I love the Rat Pack and 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 even things before that, the Big Band era and all that, um, that there's just something about that music that I just think is keeps new generations in the same way that kiss keeps you know kind of evolving now it's 40 years it's it's amazing and even though i haven't been with them a long time i get new fans all the time you're a big part of young 12 years you were with kiss is a big part of that story yeah brother is a big part of that yeah bob's related all part of the kiss family did ghost guitar work on quite a few things so it's pretty fascinating this whole career i've had which it's still, you know, evolving, but uh, it's it's always been an interesting ride. Well, why, why we were talking about the records and this uh, Kelly Maroney put out on her Facebook right. and her Twitter at Kelly Maroney and actress Kelly Maroney on Facebook. And one of your questions you had was actually about 
the Beatles, right? What is your favorite Beatles song to play? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, it's kind of funny. I mean, I'm a Beatle nut. I, I don't even know if that person who asked is, is aware that I, yeah, yes. I have everything. He loves the Beatles. Yeah. Yes, Another yes. person said he loves the Beatles. Ask him about the Yeah, Beatles. yeah, there you go. Okay, they knew. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm wearing, in fact, today for the interview, a Hard Day's Night t-shirt. That's you know, right. you know, it's a subtle version, of course. <laughs> Not the typical one you find in, uh, you know, some uh, fan shop, you know. But, um. You know, you know what's interesting is that there's so many that I love, and that they're actually a challenge to play. But I feel fine has that killer guitar yeah, I intro, love that song. Yeah. and I'll do that um, especially if I pick up a particular guitar that could give maybe that tone, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm still discovering things about the Beatles all the time. You know, it's one of those things that that fascinates me, and. Um, I don't know. God bless him. I'm just. I was. I've only met one in person, which was Ringo, and that was interesting. All related to that CDBK3 that I gave you, Doug right. Figer from the Knack, who passed away yes. uh, the, the year this came out in 2010. Who was from He's, Michigan, by he, the way. He, exactly. In fact, his brother Jeffrey Figer, <laughs> a uh, famous lawyer, did Kevorkian from Detroit, um, and re- he's tried to run for like some government yes. stuff there too. Yes. But um, I went to the memorial for for Doug because he was battling yeah. even when he did the uh, vocals for the song for me he was battling some sort of um, uh, by then it was like a brain cancer but he wow. started in his long year or two earlier whatever but um, what a what a sweet uh, amazing guy too uh-huh. and he was a uh, total beetle nut in his home he had Ringo uh, kit you know it was like a, an original Ludwig kit wow. so what happened was at the memorial for him at his home the memorial was wonderful because you know my Sharona the Sharona yeah. girl was there and everybody was saying things and then I'm, I'm with my you know it was early on in my relationship with my wife Lisa but all of a sudden I turn around and I see Ringo and Jeff Lynn oh. and Joe Walsh oh. walk in and I kick her and she goes what and I go <laughs> you know, and I, I tell you, I was so nervous to meet a Beatle yeah. that uh, she insisted. And then we weren't, you know, again, we were still learning about each other. But she knew me well enough. You have to go say hi to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I actually saw him. Uh, the other part of the story was I did see him. He was promoting a record at the time. And I saw him at the Grammy Museum. He did a special, very small kind of concert with Ben Harper backing him. So there was something to talk about. I didn't have to say, ah, you know, I'm, I'm your fan, you know. So I introduced myself to him and his wife. And I actually didn't say much to, I didn't say anything to Jeff and, and, and Joe, and I'm big fans of yeah. their music, too. Joe's a great guitar player. But it was a, it was a sweet moment Beatle, that I yeah. was able to meet a Beatle and shake his hand. And, and, and you know, and, and here's something I'll, I'll, I'll end that story with that's important for everybody to know, is that you can't be more famous or successful than Ringo Starr, okay? Yet the last thing I said to him, which was after we actually said goodbye, because I remember there were a couple of tracks on the record that I did like. So I remember saying, and by the way, because they gave you that the CD at that um, Grammy Museum performance as part of the ticket right. package, right? I said, by the way, you know, I, I enjoyed your, your CD. And he made a point to turn around and say to me, thank you so much. Yeah. You know, So it just shows, you know, an artist, no matter how... Does he really need any validation at all? He's freaking Ringo Starr, you right? Yeah. But everybody, artists are very sensitive to that. And and the fact that another musician actually, you know, took the time to listen and, and say that, yeah. it meant a lot to him. And that meant a lot to me, you know. Yeah. I love the, uh, at the uh, performance for the Beatles where, where uh, they had all those guys doing Beatles covers. And I don't know if you saw that, but Paul and Ringo were sitting in the crowd. And everybody, they were just engaged so much with Pointing at them, saying "Great job" and yeah. Yeah. like that. That's just so cool. Absolutely. Oh, it was. It was yeah. just so good to see see that and uh, uh, two, two of the most famous guys in the world. But anyway, we have to take our first commercial break. But I forgot to get all your plugs in here, so we got to tell. So okay. people that want to 
hear about Bruce Kulick getting yeah. his music. How did we do that? Well, first of all, obviously my website's great. Um, it, uh, Kulick.net, very easy, okay? Uh, my last name.net. And then. Um, K U L I C K. Correct, thank you, because sometimes I see it misspelled, but it's K U L I C K. And then uh, my Facebook is very, very you know, hectic and busy, which is great. My It's called Official Bruce Kulik, okay, K-U-L-I-C-K. And then, of course, Twitter, which is where, you, you know, Kelly just shared mm -hmm. my information. That's, that's it's my name, you know, yeah, however they do that. And, and social security. Don't yeah, 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 all that. <laughs> but those three things are great. And, and uh, the only thing I want to plug is, you know, everything's on there, you know, that I, that's going on in my life from my touring to uh, any product that I've, uh, you know, been involved with or session work. But, uh, you know, obviously now I'm busy with Grand Funk, and recently that record that I just mentioned to you that had Doug Figer on it, and many other guests like Gene Simmons and, mm -hmm. and Eric Singer, the drummer that's with Kiss now, mm -hmm. and uh, Steve Lukather, the guitar player from Toto. Um, that record, I finally got up on iTunes again. You know, it was up there for a little while when the record came out, but now it's out there with some bonus things, so visit iTunes, and uh, you can you can buy one track or the whole thing, whatever you like, you know, but or you can sample it at least, you know. And I'm getting uh, that, that job of uploading the other records now the other two solo records too right. so and there's always things going on every every week of my life and your your youtube library is huge yeah so i just, mean just search bruce i probably have YouTube. a channel but i don't do anything like that but yeah <laughs> no, hopefully you won't see the disturbing ones you know yeah, no, no, most of it's great but i do want to mention that like i told you you know we're doing this interview and you know, lovely Sports Studio City, Lodge. and it's near the, you know, it's, it's it's the cafe we met at the Sportsman's Lodge, and I was married here, yes, you know, in January, yes, which a lot of the fans uh, uh, were aware of the wedding, because Gene and Paul was there, it was like a mini kiss reunion, which was fun, and uh, there's a wonderful video uh, with a uh, montage and me performing with my wife, Lisa, singing the song, just Google uh, Bruce Kulick wedding, it's very easy, and it comes up on YouTube, and uh, Lisa has a beautiful voice, and I play a little jazz guitar on it, so check that out. That is awesome. Well, we have to take a commercial, and when we come back, we're going to hear about how Bruce got hooked up with Kiss when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste Welcome back, everybody. Here we are at Rick's Martini Bar with Jerry McCarty, myself, Kelly Maroney, and today we have Bruce Kulick with us. Are we sponsored by the Sportsman's Lodge, right, today? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we are, right? No, it's quite lovely here. It really is. We'll really let is. them yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. You got married here. Yes, and uh, they have a beautiful event center, actually, and I remember um, quite a few of the guests were like, wow, how did you know about this place? We've always known about it. In fact, my good friend Wally Wingert, the famous voiceover guy, Jay Leno and other people um, who introduced me to both of you. Um, he loves to come to the Thanksgiving mm -hmm. buffets here and all. And uh, it's a wonderful hotel. They just remodeled it. And the event center room, the Starlight Room, is gorgeous. It was perfect size for my guests. You know, I had a great time here. Lots of my family flew out. It was quite lovely. So I know everybody wants to hear about you today. So. Okay. Yes. So we started out at the very beginning, and then mm -hmm. how did you get... I'm sure everybody wants me to ask you, how sure. did you hook up with Kiss? Well, you know, obviously, I grew up in New York. Um, my brother, as well, had a connection that was very unique in the fact that he was, uh, you know, young and hungry for gigs. And he was one of the people that also answered that ad in the Village Voice, which is how the band kind of... Gene and Paul knew they wanted 
a guitar player and a drummer, and that's how they found Peter and eventually, of course, Ace. And this, and as the story goes, Bob was there like really the same day as Ace. They liked the way he played. They knew that Ace had something quirky, interesting, whatever it was that mm-hmm. that. And obviously, they didn't make the wrong choice. You know, Ace Ace did, that was the chemistry. It was right. perfect for those four. But because my brother was also on the scene in New York, he'd run into those guys. As I started to climb up a bit in the music industry by playing with some people because uh, both my brother and I toured with Meatloaf. Bob already did some ghost guitar work with Kiss, played on then Paul's solo record. But there were other mutual... Yeah, yeah. But Bob's... uh, uh, I mean, you know, the people that he knew, they'd know me. They started to talk about me, too, because how much could Bob, like, yell at them that my, my brother plays great? So Paul and Gene were aware. I, I had, a, you know, a couple albums with Michael Bolton, a band called Blackjack that we had. And I remember actually Paul visiting a radio station back in the makeup, early Kiss days, playing the album at a radio station. He said, hey, let's play my, 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 you know, these people's Blackjack albums. So, you know, they knew about me, and it took finally, you know, one of those uh, – kind of unusual situations where they wanted someone to help out the, the new guitar player after they started going through some changes uh, either got ill at that point or they, he didn't like what they were playing and instead of them calling someone like my brother because they did have a short list of the, the session guys you know, to help out, I got the call you know what I mean, so suddenly I go this is in like June of 84 and can you believe that and then uh, <laughs> uh, I remember Paul saying don't cut your hair, it was kind of shoulder length I didn't know why but I think he was aware that if something didn't work out with the guy that they just got in the band uh they want to go on tour they were booking a a european tour because they were climbing back up they they hit their peak took off the makeup um and they needed to climb back up actually you know lick it up was was good creatures didn't do that well with the makeup then lick it up and now now they were going to put out animalized but i was on cloud nine nine even thinking that i might be in the band for a month okay you know what i mean and as it turned out of course it turned into 12 years. You wow. know? Yep. And I love the fact that you didn't try to take anybody's place. You just right. were your own dude, no makeup, and uh, and people loved you, man. You were Thank you. You were like, but touring all over the world. Yeah. What were some of the crazy spots or the crazy places? Well, you, you know, as soon, as soon as we toured, I remember Scandinavia, um, you know, I felt like I was in a hard day's night. I know everything goes back to the Beatles, but, you know, where they're running from the fans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, by the time we made it to South America, they would camp outside your hotel singing these, like, kind of soccer chants, you know, ole, 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 you know, kiss, uh, you know. It was really wild, you know. But, um, and, and really, I, I, I mean, I can't say enough about the Kiss fans. They're unique they're very passionate in some ways i relate to them as almost being like um you know the sci-fi fans or the you know the the people who love star wars or star trek or something i I mean i got that interesting connection even though i never wore the makeup but kiss had such fame from that and and attracted a lot of people i think that uh, that felt like they can take on uh, what it is to be a kiss fan and they felt special about that yeah, you know what yeah. i mean and and because some some of them were picked on actually you know because yeah. it's not not a band for everybody but yet because it just stood for you know have a good time don't worry what other people oh, say yeah. it was never a, really a drug culture type band or a you know you know yeah it's rock and roll all night and party every day but not to the point where you can't go to work the next day <laughs> you know what i mean so i don't know it was just something about what gene and paul and those guys 
did that really struck a chord in, in people. And uh, and even though, of course, the makeup is very iconic, my era, and I'm glad I didn't have to, as much as, of course, I showed respect to any of the older songs we yeah. did, we did many new records. You know, my era was like probably nearly 10 million records were sold. Wow. There were videos and all these different tours around the world. But, um, you know, it, it, it related to the people in a big way, and I... I, I absorbed all these fans which was great through the years and now in retrospect i didn't realize how how important i guess it was every tour and gig and album that i did but i'm glad that i always did take it very very seriously and i did care you know i knew i had a great opportunity but this was a very big year for the band with the the rock and roll hall of fame induction there was a lot of uh you know drama over it too but the band has been trending very high and even though they're still going strong, I went to see them on Sunday night down in uh, the San Diego area because I had a gig with Grand Funk the night before. And a uh, big tour with Def Leppard and all. You should definitely go see it. Um, you know, I'm still part of the family, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and uh, of course, they're doing the makeup thing. But, you know, the band's around for 40 years. And now the record company, Universal, that owns the catalog, they've been pumping out everything, you know, which is great on vinyl and greatest, another greatest hits package. And that includes my era. You know, and in a sense, I'm really the only one alive from my era, uh, at least the, 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 that chunk of years. Of course, Vinnie Vincent, a guitar player that was there for a few years, is still around, but he's like the Howard Hughes of Kiss. Right. Kiss is like the living ex-president. There's not too many of you guys <laughs> left. But. Yeah, that's an interesting point. When I started to look at in fact, when we got to the gig that night, for some reason, I remember asking Lisa, my wife, like, how many members were there? Yeah. You know what I mean? When we started going through it. All right. I think there were like nine or ten altogether. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty good. You know, and, and, and not all of them are with us, correct. Right. But, um, you know, it, it's just I'm part of the family. That's you know? great. Hey, we have to take another commercial. When we come back, we have one more segment left with the great Bruce Kulik when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste we are back at Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry Bacardi with the adorable Kelly <laughs> Maroney. That, that's the word. The large okay, head is during adorable. the commercial, Kelly, we yes. decided that Kelly was adorable, but... Like most actresses, like she most has actresses. a larger head, <laughs> which is important, okay? Appropriately, yes. Appropriately. Yes. They don't mean my ego, because... No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So we're back with the great they Bruce. They mean my real physical... Yeah. But it's good. It better better <laughs> your head is big than my head. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of a good thing. Not a yes, thing. it's a good thing. It is. It is. Now, I got the big nose. Oh, so, yeah. Rick I too. do too as yeah. well. You see? I do as well. But that's handsome on a man. It's character. That's what we try to make people no, believe. No, it's character. <laughs> Kelly said it was true. It's character. Think of the things you can do with your nose. <laughs> There's that. A strong nose and strong jaw. Exactly. That's I've been getting a Liam Neeson sometimes. Oh, nice. Which I don't mind. Why I like is, you know. Select you know, set of release skills. Release the Kraken. You know, you, know, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, whatever. Anyway. What about a big guy. Have you ever seen him? In no, no, no. So he is big. Yeah. Larger yeah, yeah. than one. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. So I, I need to stay that way. Good. Yeah. I will. I'm working on it. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum, as so, we said. So yeah. we are talking about yes. uh, rock and roll. Rock and roll. And, and, I, and I'll tell you, Bruce, one of the things I love is just your attitude about the whole thing, about being with these bands that are so iconic. And now with Grand Funk Railroad. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. 
How did that happen? Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> I, well, you, so different. you know, it's interesting. You're always networking with it, regardless if you know it or not, and that's why yeah. sometimes it's it's good never to have a bad day in front of other people. You know what I mean? No. Uh, like I've gone to many of those NAM shows, which are oh, the big yeah. music conventions, where you know, you know, you know, if you ask Ginger Baker from Cream for an autograph, he basically tells you to go, <laughs> you know, take a hike and in a very filthy way. Um, you know, in a case, you know, but you know, and everyone knows he's crusty and cranky which is why Cream probably will never play again together, sadly. But um, I met Don actually years ago at NAMM show. There was another tour that I did when Michael Bolton had a solo record that I was involved with, too, post-Blackjack, the band I had with him. And I toured with him, uh, and that was like in 83. And, and he had the opportunity for three weeks to be on the road with Bob Seger. And Don Brewer, the drummer of Grand Funk, um, always plays drums most of the time with Seeger. In fact, he's even done some of the recent tours that Seeger has done in the past five years and probably will continue to, you know, because he's just such an amazing drummer, real pocket drummer, never overplays, just uh, really an amazing drummer and sings well, too. So um, I remember meeting him on that tour, of course, and it turned out that um, uh, his, his current wife, who we met shortly after that tour, actually, was uh, someone that was related to the uh, one of the players in Michael's band. So it was kind of funny. I even oh, knew his wow. wife. So I think I wound up on a short list when they realized they wanted to, when Mark Farner was going to go off and do his own thing. Mm -hmm. And Mel and Don were like, what do you want to do? And as soon as they introduced to them, somebody in the industry introduced a terrific singer, this guy, Max Carl, who played with 38 Special and used to do a lot of songwriting and session work. Um, they knew they had the singer, so now they needed a guitarist mm -hmm. and a keyboard player. So uh, I was on the short list, which was very fortunate. And sure enough, um, I was just really blessed that uh, it worked. You know, we all got together. They flew me out to Michigan. It was kind of funny. It was even back in the day when you can get an email, okay? It was like 99, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> how do I know this is really Don Brewer? You know what I mean? You know, I just I'll speak to you tomorrow because I was moving my parents out from New York to L.A., and that was, I guess it was like my good karma, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I went from doing a, one of those tough family things to realizing that um, here's a great opportunity. I remember speaking to a couple of business people that I liked in the business saying, what do you think about this? You know, all of a sudden Grand Funk's going out and they asking me about guitar. Great, you know. So it's, I can't believe it's 14 years now. And, and we, we haven't put out any new product, though we do some original songs that this version of the band has created. But it's all these uh, casino gigs and fairs, and they're fly dates. We don't go on tour like, like Kiss and Def Leppard. It isn't like the big Live Nation thing with buses and trucks, you know. Right. It, it, but the music is, is strong. The, we all play well together. I, I've encouraged a lot of Kiss fans to see it, and they, they do love it. A lot of them, you know, Grand Funk actually made their fame prior to Kiss's yes. beginnings. Oh, yeah. You know, they were famous in 69. Yeah. So, you know, they outsold the Beatles at Shea Stadium even and wow. how fast they sold it out. But um, a lot of the Kiss fans, because, you know, the, the, maybe the, they don't know all the other bands, but they don't even know, you know, um, some of the hits from Grand Funk, but once they see us, they go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah!" yeah you know, sure. "Oh yeah, I know, I know American Band, I know Locomotion, I know, right. you know, some kind of wonderful," you know, yeah. and uh, and those yeah, songs, right. we just bring down the house every night. You yeah. know, the gig we did in uh, Del Mar at the, at the San Diego Fair, which is a huge venue. Uh, the, the people we just have them in a palm of our hand by the by yeah. by by the by the middle of the show on, and I get to really play my guitar. You know, that's that's, awesome. that's me. Playing is is always a joy. That is great. Well, you were great at it, and. Uh, we are unfortunately at the end of our time. Oh, no.
But we, we want to never believe that. Uh, but we do want to give you an opportunity to tell, and and I'm sure that if you have not followed All Kisses 40 years, definitely discover them because yeah. the uh, they are Especially so the non-makeup era. That yeah, was that's my right. Era. Those there were good And you closed a lot of shows with them. Uh, you know. It was always a big. It, everything was big. Roll, yeah, yeah. That, that that song was used in a big movie. Yeah. Um, uh, the, one of the Bill and Ted movies, I think, yeah. Bogus Journey or something. It's amazing. It's yeah. been a it's been a great ride. I'm discovering new fans all the time. I, I always check my Twitter like like who who are these people that are following me now? They're, like, <laughs> they're 14 and they're from Brazil. Okay, this one's from the Midwest and they look like they're 12. Yep. All right, this one needs a dentist. Okay? <laughs> but whatever. I mean, it's just you know whatever. You know, they're new fans. You know, yeah. so it's it's all good. It's all good. Okay, and so to 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 find out that huge library of yours. You go to Kulik.net, right? Correct. That's the website. K-E-L-I-C-K.net. And then, of course, the official Bruce Kulik, okay, yep. on, uh, fa- you know, Facebook. And then Twitter, you know. Twitter. Uh, you can follow me through Kelly and, and everything Kelly, else, you know? how do people follow you? A Twitter, at Kelly Maroney, K-E-L-L-I-M-A-R-O-N-E-Y. Um, actress Kelly Maroney on Facebook. And... At Rick's Martini Bar. The adorable. (laughs) At Twitter. The adorable and larger than life. Oh, that's right. So for the adorable and larger than life, Kelly Maroney, and the... Adorable. Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum, Liam Neeson, looking yeah, there you Bruce. Go. Oh, thank you. Like, I like that. I gotta. I'm Jerry McCarty, and we will join you next week at Rick's Martini Bar. <laughs> thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of class. Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down to Ricky